Today's episode of the Rough Drafts Podcast is brought to you by the newly updated sportsbook at Unicorn.com. Unicorn has been a sponsor since the beginning, and this is honestly the best looking and most convenient the site has ever really been. Their new TV guide style layout has made finding and betting a breeze. And with a newly designed and intuitive bet slip, all the information and even access to multi-bets are at your fingertips. I've already gotten started with my LPL and LCK outrights, and even though it's only been a day into the regular season, KT has already let me down, but Unicorn won't. So check out Unicorn.com, the world's premier esports betting site. And welcome back to part two of our 2017 Summer Split EU LCS Guess the Lines episode. This is going to be just the lines. So if you want any of the analytical stuff, uh, any of the who we think is going to win, any of, you know, oh, what's this jungle matchup going to be, go back and watch the other one that is no lines in YouTube or on SoundCloud. That should be the last video slash uh audio that we uploaded and of course when I say we there has to be someone on the other side of this competition that is going to pretend that he can take the uh, guest alliance heavyweight championship from me and that of course is my good friend and co-host Chase Redshirt King Wassenaar. Chase you got you got some extra time to prepare here so how how are you feeling going into this week I mean I don't really, I don't think extra time is, is a helpful thing when trying to guess gambling lines. If anything, it makes things worse because you overthink it. I think the key when it comes to getting these things right is to get go with your gut and go with your instinct and trust that combining that instinct with what the data is telling you is going to get you something close to where the line should actually be. I'm feeling good about my guesses this week, but I think that's also because... Uh, we had two series that should be very close. We had two series that should be absolute blowouts, and then two series kind of in between. So it kind of makes, you know, where you should be looking for a little bit easier. But you know, it's going to be interesting. I I do not know where Unicorn is going to go on a couple of these. So let's find out. That that is totally fair. So let us find out with our very first matchup of the week. It is Misfits versus Vitality. Chase, where do you think the odds are? Well. One just quick sentence about this series. What are you most excited for? And then where do you think the line is? I'm excited to see if Misfits continues to play the same way we saw him last week. You know, Ignar, if he continues to be the playmaking champion, I think that's when Misfits by far look their best. Uh, when you see, uh, you know, I, I want to see Alfari do more in team fights. I want him to continue to be that guy. And I want to see Power of Evil just do power of evil things because he's super fun to watch and even if they're not good he's super fun to watch so i'm gonna have fun with this series regardless as for vitality if steelback wants to remember that he was once a top 380 carry in europe that'd be great he's welcome to at any time it's uh doesn't seem like he's going to be that guy pretty much ever again which is sad JPEG. but i have the line here at a misfits minus 400 that's a classic I guess there. Well, you're you're gonna start off week four here with a point. Uh, nice. Because I said misfits minus two fifty, and it's misfits minus three eighty four. So okay. you're you're pretty damn close that line. Uh, that puts Vitality as an underdog at plus two seventy. 
Just something I want to just pay attention to here. Vitality first bloods. We talk about Yoko. Yes. He's Joko is basically turned into the new he's I, I, the prince of first bloods. Let's call him that. Vitality is at 63% when it comes to first bloods. Uh, it is vitality plus 110 for a first blood in game 1. That's so I'm getting a little weird here, but there's not I don't think this is a three game series. I don't think, you know, Misfits 2-0ing isn't, you know, plus odds or anything. So, just something to keep in the back of your mind. With a 63% like first blood rate. Moving on to game two. Fnatic versus H2K. Yes. Yeah. Which matchup is going to be most important in this series? I mean, it, it it's going to... I mean, there are a lot of matchups that I think are going to be important. But ultimately, I, I think Broxa versus Joko is, is the thing that you have to point to. Uh, H2K have a ton of great laners. They know how to play with the lead. They are far better when they are playing with a lead than they are when they're trying to have to kind of make plays on their own and figure out, you know, different weaknesses with the enemy team. They're not necessarily, you know, we, we always talk about the fine-tuned machine rather than a team that really adjusts on the fly very well. Um, and Broxa is a little bit, I, I, I'd almost be willing to say, more creative recently. I think that he had a very rough series against Rocket. You can't let Pride Stalker steal two Barons from you in one game. That's just kind of an unacceptable way to play. Yes. But ultimately, I think he's looked better this season outside of that one series and even just kind of that one game because his numbers were great in the other two. Um, I, I, I think that he has found a way to kind of throw enemies off. He is nowhere near as predictable. He's not getting caught out nearly as much on those early roams as I think he was in the past. So I think if he can avoid feeding... Uh, our good man Yanko some resources, then they should be fine. And I think they'll they'll be able to turn the kind of the mid to late game. But you've got to stop the snowball. And that means, you know, getting so as ahead. That means putting Caps in a spot where he feels comfortable. It means, you know, trusting that Reckless is going to be able to hold down the fort against Nuclear, who I think has been playing very well so far. Kind of an underrated player right now, I would I would say. So... I, I think it's going to be very close. I, I think that because H2K uh, has won, uh, all, you know, basically ever, ever gets everyone other than UOL, I have them as the slightest of favorites at minus 130, and I could be completely wrong on that. You are, in fact, completely wrong on that one. <sighs> I'm going to get the point because H2K are not the favorites in this series. It's Fnatic. I said mm -hmm. Fnatic at minus 145. It's Fnatic at minus 142, okay. which makes H2K underdogs at plus 110. Uh, for this to go three maps, it's at plus 100. So you put 100 down, you get 100 back. Pretty straightforward. And I think that is pretty pretty likely to happen. Yeah, that's, that's almost Especially with Fnatic. There's going to be an H2K game where they just completely dominate the early game, and there's going to be an H2K game where H2K doesn't realize how to macro, and then there's going to be a game three. And so. specifically, that's game one is when H2K have no idea what they're doing, and game two is when the well oiled machine picks up. It's been that way this whole season. I'm not sure why. I think they have a rhythm that they need to get themselves into, which is a concern when we get to some really important series because teams are not going to let them dig out of a hole. But I'm not convinced after last week the Fanatic's going to bury them too. So I, I like that three maps bet. But let's see what other value we can find. That is fair. Rocket versus Splice. Rocket yeah. and Splice both having some pretty 
impressive wins against upper-tier opponents last week. Don't shake your head. Whatever. Fine. They didn't deserve to win that series versus Fanatics, but they did. They Let did. Let me push the narrative here, Rocket fanboy. Sure. So, which team needs to win this series more? Oh, Rocket needs to win this. Rocket needs to win more. Okay. I mean, I mean, I mean, Splice is, is you know is probably going to win, but Rocket cannot afford to fall behind. Is that you have so many tough teams in that group. You know, even if Splice loses series and they end up falling a little bit behind in the standings, they're going to be top three. Vitality isn't touching them. Mysterious Monkeys aren't touching them. They are a league above those two teams, I think, significantly. With Rocket, you've got Fnatic, who's very good. Uh, Misfits, who has the potential to be very good. G2, who Rocket's currently tied with right now, but we know they're going to get better. We know that's not going to last for very long. If Rocket falls, you know, drops a couple of these games against mid-tier teams and the rest of their group can pick those wins up, I don't see any way that they catch up on the back end. I think the group is too competitive. I think there's there's just too much on the line here. So I think they need to get the win if we want to imagine them as a playoff team. I think the difference for me is that I, as a Rocket fan, I, I don't think they are a playoff team. I don't think they're there yet. I think they need time. I think this is a team that is building towards being very relevant in 2018. I think they're going to pick up some steam down the stretch like they did last split. I think just like last split, it's probably going to be too little too late. But I think that the, the gears are turning here, and that's really all that I as a fan want. If they can make this a 2-1 loss, which so far they have taken a map in every series that they've played, even though they're 2-2, two and two, they have taken maps. If they can continue that trend, I'm going to be feeling about good about their future. If they can win this series then suddenly I have to be reevaluating where I'm placing them in my internal rankings right now. But they need to win it. Uh, Splice, I think, is going to win it. I have Splice at minus 250. Uh, you you shot the moon a little bit here. Whoa. And okay. I got it exactly. Oh. I said Splice minus 175. It is, Whoa. in fact, Splice minus 175. That makes Rocket Whoa. plus 135 underdog. Whether it was a clean win or not, algorithmically, they beat Fnatic last week. They were down by an 8,000. But it doesn't matter. They got the win. They the got the win. algorithms you're supposed to take gold differential into account. And That's why we have this whole fancy stat mm -hmm. that we have on uh, Oracle's Elixir about gold percentage rating and, and average gold spent difference. You can't. Why you do this, Unicorn? Rocket got the win. Rocket I... got the win. Ultimately, that's what matters, and that helps pull them closer. And they've been yes. on a winning streak, and Splice has lost some games here. You know, they, they beat Unicorn's Love, but they lost their series before that. So it's got to read the algorithms a little. This is a little bit closer series algorithmically, although I do agree Splice probably should be considered. Um, but I, I think that's punishing Splice that for the fact that the Unicorns of Love have never been well-loved by the algorithms compared to Fnatic, who usually gets a little bit more love than you'd expect just because of the way that, you know, they're a very popular team, which means more money is thrown their way. I, I mean, I what, just, you think Splice I, is going to 2-0 this thing? Is that how yeah, probably. you think? I mean, I, it's in play. I think a 2-0 is more likely than a Rocket victory. Uh, okay, Splice 2-0 is at plus 170. For them I to mean, go three maps is plus 100. Okay. I, I don't trust either team, so I would stay away from the series. That's the thing. I mean, that's fair. I, I understand that, um, and, and we probably will stay away ultimately, but I, I think that is that is giving Rocket a lot of credit 
um, for the fact that they've been, you know, these have been, I guess, one, two defeats. Um, I, I think that also probably helps them in the algorithm, but I think Splice looked like a, a much more cohesive team at this point. So I, my only, the only downside is that now there's like very little value in a Rocket upset or, or for it to go to three maps, which is really where we would want to see value. Um, but that's that's fine. I we'll think there's on. enough enough value kind of hidden in here in other places. That being said, the match of the week: Unicorns of Love versus G2. Chase, yes. we already have talked about this. We already know the narrative behind this. Unicorns of Love can never quite make the hump. Can never quite get that series victory against G2. What needs to happen for that streak to finally be broken? Well, I mean, the first thing that would really help is for Trick to continue to be struggling. I mean, it, it, right now, it does feel like his pathing is just off. He doesn't look comfortable in, in the way that we're used to seeing from him. I think that the fact that they've G2 has done such a great job of strangling resources away from their opponents, I think, is one of the biggest problems that Unicorns of Love have because it means that they're forced to fight in uncomfortable situations because they're going to fight. They have to fight. Uh, that's just the way their compositions are built. That's the way they stylistically want to play the game. So when G2 can force them to fight on G2's terms, that tends to not end very well for Unicorns of Love. But if Xerxes is controlling the map equally, if they're both getting their, their vision down and, and getting the you know intelligent pathing and getting their laners ahead to a, it's kind of an even degree, well, then suddenly Unicorns of Love can start dictating the pace of the game. And Unicorns of Love can be the ones that are forcing G2 to play on the defense. And right now, that has not gone all that well for them. Now, do I think that's going to continue to be the case? Not particularly. I think GT's going to end up being fine. But, I mean, right now you look at it like, oh, well, what was the lane we always thought was going to go GT's way? Well, Sven versus Samix, we thought last split, that's going to be a Sven victory, right? Now I'm not so sure. I think Samix has been playing very well. Um, Perks is probably going to beat up on Exile in lane, but, you know, Chachi should be able to handle Expect. He hasn't had a great season so far compared to what we expect of him but Xerxes going to be like his number one goal should be to get Vizichachi ahead and if they can put Exile on something that likes to scale a little bit more doesn't you know isn't necessarily is uh, at at risk of, of Trick kind of ganking and really trying to put him down and let Perk snowball it's it's certainly in play I, I personally I think the, the ultimate problem is that Unicorns of Love are going to be forcing skirmishes against one of the best team fighting teams Europe has ever seen. Uh, they've won three back-to-back-to-back -back -back championships because they know how to play the mid-to-late game and their macro is brilliant and they know how to win those fights when the fights finally do happen. So I I believe that that team is, is going to come back. Um, if it's not this week, I, I think it will be soon. Um, but I think it, it's going to be this week. I think they're going to be ready for, for the series. I think they want to win this quite badly. Uh, and they don't want to fall to 2-3 and three in this group of really talented teams. So I have G2 minus 160. Uh, you are going to get the point here because as much as the Unicorns lines have been more favorable to the Unicorns of Love, I still thought, ah, it's G2. And even though G2 has been underperforming, I said G2 at minus 180. It is G2 at minus 156 which makes the Unicorns of Love uh, Love's underdogs at plus 120. Three maps for the series is at plus 100. Yeah, that's that all seems fair. I, I think that's about where it should be. I, I think that as, as much as the Unicorns of Love have done a lot of good things this season, I, I think what we saw from that splice loss is that really cohesive team fighting teams 
can beat them. And G2 historically has been a great team in that regard. Their 20 to 40 has usually been very solid. So let, let's see if they can get back to that. I, I'd like to think so, but Unicorns of Love plus 120 is enticing. That is still a very good Unicorns of Love team. And G2 has not looked great the last two weeks. I got to think about it. We have two more, two that more games. Fair. I mean, we're going to breeze through these two because there's not, not a whole lot of, that I want to say about it. Uh, first up, Fnatic versus Mysterious Monkeys. The return of Kick is an amazing onto the LCS stage. Um, at Chase, just where do you think the line is? I had Fnatic at minus 750. I had Fnatic at uh, minus 666. You are going to get this one. Uh, because this is Fnatic at minus 2,500. Wow. Making the Mysterious Monkeys uh, underdogs at plus 850. And Chase, here, here's where I want to stop, and this is where I want to just spend a minute. Okay. Mysterious Monkeys at plus 1.5 is at plus 290. Ooh. Do we get a Kickus and Amazing comes in, Kickus puts his stamp on this, and they win one game? Is Fnatic the right team for that to happen to? Because Soaz is sort of a weaker member of the top lane class in Europe. Am I trying to talk myself into gambling on the Mysterious Monkeys again? You're trying to talk... I mean, let me put it this way, right? Uh, Koski versus Caps. How are you feeling, man? I mean, I... How's that going for you? How, how, you, uh, How do you feel about Amazing's pathing before he got benched a third of the way through last split? Um, how how do you feel about um, about dreams? Look, I mean, I I, honestly, I I think there's value there. I I think if you if you're a huge Kickus guy, and I happen to be a very big Kickus guy, I think that plus new ninety is valuable. Um, I I am just very the matchups that scare me away from making that bet. I think are stronger than my love of of Kickus, especially because Soas has been playing well. His globals have been on point. Um, I, I think that he has a map pressure that will punish the weaker members of Mysterious Monkeys. So I'm not quite there. But I, I would it's, agree with it's that tempting. if it wasn't for the fact that Kickis was probably one of the best teleport flank users in Europe. Yeah, no. Kickis so. is great. Kickis is awesome. I, I think Kickis is a better player than Soaz. I just don't think he's that much better that it makes up for the fact that Brox is significantly better than Amazing at this point in his career. Caps is significantly better than Koskyu. Reckless versus Yuki. Even if I like Yuki, but Reckless. Okay, fair enough. And uh, and the last series of the day, uh, H2K versus Ninjas in Pajamas. Chase, where's the line on this one? Added as H2K minus 750. This is also not be a close and, series. Uh, and you're going to get this one as well. That means you're going to end yeah. up taking home uh, Europe for this week because I had H2K at minus 666 as well. Uh, it's H2K at minus 1250. That makes okay. Ninjas and Pajamas underdogs at plus 600. And Chase, another kind of odd line that's going to come out to you. Mm-hmm. Who do you think has the second highest first blood rate in Europe? It's a great question. You're it is, asking it is me not so, vitality. Well, vitality is number one. No, they Imagine. are not. They're not. They're number they three at sixty-three percent. Uh, wow. They okay. Are. Yeah. Yep. Um. Would that put H two K at number one? Uh, no. H two K. Where I'm is H two K? I'm going to list? double check. I pull up the list because I just had this. Uh, 
Uh, no, the the number one person on the list is Fnatic. And I would have brought up First Bloods for Fnatic if they had positive lines. But because they're overwhelming major, you know, overwhelming favorites, uh, they don't. They have, you know, there's very low value on, on that those kind of bets. So where's H2K on the list then? H2K is third. They're third. Okay, so it's between Fnatic and H2K. I, Ninjas in I pajamas mean, with 88%. Huh. So, just going to bring this line up. Ninjas in pajamas, First Bloods, plus 115. 115. Only 115? I don't think that's enough value. I, I just said it's interesting because as, as I looked at Vitalities, I was like, well, Ninjas in Pajamas are kind of like a really scrappy early game team. And it was more, I just wanted to bring up that Ninjas in Pajamas have an 88% first blood rate. Yeah, no, that's insane. Only to be surpassed by Fnatic's 90. Yeah, this is what happens when we only have four series to look at right now. Which, by the way, hey, Europe, note how... North America has almost double your sample size already three weeks in. It's almost like this format is stupid. Sorry, I just needed to get that out of the way. It's stupid. Okay. I'm, I'm rewinding to a previous conversation that we've had. I think it's because Europe doesn't have the staff or the broadcast talent to do what North America is doing. And not stupid. Ta- and not talent in terms of them not being talented. I mean, just the sheer number of people. <sighs> Uh, so Chase, we need to find some. We need to find some smart, ba- uh, smart money and some value bets here. Oh, uh, we yeah. are six and three on the year so far, going through three weeks. Uh, so that means if you've listened and done every single one of our smart money bets, uh, you would be up three hundred and fifty-eight dollars, unicoins, drachma, whatever you wanna wanna use as your currency. Uh, mm-hmm. Last week we missed out on uh, monkeys beating Vitality. That didn't happen. No. Uh, G two <laughs> didn't. 2-0, Misfits. Misfits got the win there, so we missed out mm-hmm. on that one. But we did get the H2K 2-0 at minus 125. Uh, so we lost 120 last week, but that still puts us in the positive. We are crushing in Europe. Uh, last year, I don't... Uh, last spring, I don't think you could have said that about us. So Chase, some some value. Where, where, are, you, where are you finding some smart money hints, aromas here? Look, let's go over the rainbow. I want Unicorns of Love plus 120 over G2. The U- G2 should not be that I heavily think. favored against a top-tier team like Unicorns of Love. They haven't played like the top-tier team that they are uh, in two weeks. And the the best that they have looked, by the way, was when Lulex was their jungler. Um, that was by far the best early game that they've had. That's a concern to me. Um, I'm, I have not been impressed with, um, with the main G2 roster uh, so far this season. So I... I I think Unicorns of Love have looked better to me than G2 has, and at plus odds, I'll take that. And this is when G2 2-0s them and just completely crushes them and sure. tells us that they're of old, which if you think that might happen, uh, that would be G2 plus 190 on the on the 2 It It's certainly in play. I just have more faith in, in Unicorns of Love and the way that they're playing right now uh, and, and just the... The way that they understand the meta, I don't think they're going to have the same problem they did this week where they picked Galio and suddenly Exile was useless because Galio mid is a stupid pick that needs to stop unless you're a top-tier Korean team. No matter what, what Blitz Esports says, it's a stupid pick. Stop doing it, Western teams. Yeah, you don't but, understand how to play with it. Yeah, it's the same. it goes back to the same argument that we had last split of like, oh, well, you can play without a tank at the top lane. Yeah, yeah you can, but you have to be good at it, and they're not, so pick a tank. It's that easy. It's like, you can play whatever AD carry you want, but pick Sivir. You just hit R and you win. I'm just saying. It's out there. Um, that, that's fair. I think the second... Uh, Fnatic like H2K I... to go three maps. 
I mean, yeah, that's got to be. Okay. Yep. And then were you going to do the Vitality first, Blood? Yeah, I like okay. that bet a lot. Uh, just just to make our listeners and home feel a little bit better, uh, Misfits are uh, sixth in first blood percentage with 40% first bloods. So Vitality is actually fifth. Uh, are tied for fourth when it comes to first bloods with mysterious monkeys at sixty three percent, but that yeah. twenty point difference between them and and uh, and misfits does tell me quite a bit of the story. Uh, funnily enough, Rockhead is at the bottom with eighteen percent. That's. Are you telling me that the team that has a jungler that never ganks before the fifteen minute mark is doesn't have a great first blood rate? That is that is crazy, my good sir. I I cannot believe. Such lies and then Albert Ash. Listen, listen. I just wanted to get some sort of dig in at Rockat here. That being said, our smart money bets for week four over in the European LCS. Vitality to get first blood in game one. First blood in game one of their series against Misfits is at plus 110. We're going to take H2K and Fnatic to go to three maps at plus 100. And Chase wants to ride the rainbow. We're going to take Unicorns of Love plus 120 to beat G2. That means I obviously have to take the G2 2-0 at plus 190 to counter jinx it. So thanks everyone. That's where the Walter stamp of approval is going to be. And that being said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys were able to get your bets in in time. Go do that over on unicorn.com. Get them in before the games start. And uh, we have a North American episode that'll be out a little bit later today for your, your European and North American folks. This episode probably went up super early in the morning uh, for NA and for Europe. So come back a little bit later today for North America. You can find me at C80s underscore LOL. You can tell Chase how mind-numbingly wrong he is. About I'm sure there was something he was wrong about on this episode. Where can yeah, I find happens. you, Chase? I'm at Redshirt King. I, I'm happy to talk about anything you guys, uh, you know, I said on the show. And and by the way, uh, if you want to talk to us uh, more directly, uh, we are very active on our Discord channel. I think that's something that we don't necessarily talk about enough, but we respond to just about everybody. Very and true. we are and, and there's a great community of people that are currently on there right now. So I highly recommend it if you use Discord, if you like Discord, um, come join the Rough Drafts channel. It's in the description on this video here. Um, you should absolutely, uh, it, you know, come and talk to us there and, and we'll answer any questions that you have and you can tell us how stupid we are directly to our faces and, uh, and do it through memes, which is, uh, the meme game has been top notch for sure. It's been pretty fantastic. So join us on discord, follow us on Twitter and come back later today for North America. And until then, goodbye internet. You can follow the Rough Drafts Podcast on all your favorite social media sites. Twitter, at Rough Drafts Pod, Facebook.com, backslash Rough Drafts Pod, SoundCloud.com, backslash Esports Rough Drafts, YouTube.com, backslash Rough Drafts Podcast, as well as on iTunes by searching for the Rough Drafts Podcast. The Rough Drafts Podcast is supported by our lovely Patreons at Patreon.com, backslash Rough Drafts Pod. and by viewers like you. Thanks for listening, and goodbye, Internet.